Let's rock and roll. Hold on one second. Airplane mode so I don't get phone calls. That's happened before. Welcome, Kara, to Smoothie Conversations. Cheers. Cheers, Holly. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, we are here in your adorable bungalow of Kara. <laughs> pronounce your last name. Kara Calkins. Calkins. Okay. PR uh, <laughs> wellness extraordinaire. Oh, thank you. Um, we're actually loving this space. It's like we just recently actually moved here. Um, it's been a couple months. And one of our clients, uh, Band Design, who's a local interior design, helped us kind of zhuzh it up. And um, it's just been like such a great home to be here and be able to invite people over and have like all of our fun clients' products on display. And of course, the Chief Pup Officer, Linda. AKA mascot for your company, who is the cutest thing ever. I will yeah, post a picture of her. Um, no, that it definitely feels like that when Holly and I just walked in. Now it's this homey yet very fun welcoming vibe so yeah. which speaks to you and we often talk a lot about spaces from time to time totally. and so you definitely have made the space I feel very thank you yes it feels good to come here every day for yes. sure it definitely doesn't feel like a stressful grind all the time you know so <laughs> and we were greeted by two of your wonderful employees not to mention them so you are in PR you own your own PR company which we are at and I mentioned and you have been in Austin for five years correct yeah actually this month is my fifth year anniversary I moved here September 2013 officially so congrats Thanks. cheers to that yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a long time that's an established it's honestly five I was thinking about it and just because nowadays people move around so much like it's even interesting when you meet people like our generation that are having jobs longer than three to five years at one company you're like oh wow like people just tend to move around we're like you know not antsy but like maybe looking for new opportunities or wanting to explore new cities because you know we can and with social media and the internet like things just have become so much more possible I think right and so um when I was thinking about how I've been here five years it's actually the longest place I've lived since I lived at home with my family in Chicago which is like, crazy before university yeah college so. yeah so it's like your home base yeah. where you've really established yourself as an adult yes I definitely feel like it's home um I would say it took you know couple years to really get to that place but definitely the last three years have been like solid feeling like this is the place where I want to be right now I love that so you were in PR in New York correct yes, yes. and then what was that transition between working for a major PR company and deciding to go out on your own and yeah so a couple thing? a couple things sort of in between that I had worked at some amazing agencies actually in Chicago, where I first started my career after college, and then in New York for a number of years with an awesome um, marketing communications agency called Marina Mar Communications. And when I was there, I worked with just like the most amazing people. And um, we worked on a lot of Procter & Gamble beauty brands, CoverGirl at the time, owned by them being one of them. And it was just so fun. Like I'd always loved makeup and products and then mm -hmm. to be able to like get to talk about them and come up with creative campaigns and like media ideas and influencer projects and work with makeup artists was like kind of a dream. So I did that for a number of years and then um, really just... I kind of got to a place where, you know, I'd worked nonstop since college and we sort of followed this path that's like dictated a bit to us. Mm -hmm. And I kind of got to a place where I was like, whoa, I feel like maybe 
you know, I'm approaching 30, not quite. And like, I just don't know if this is like forever and maybe I need a little bit of a life break and New York's kind of stressful and just all of those things sort of coupled together. Um, I decided to kind of take some time off completely. So uh, wrapped up some loose ends and my apartment lease was ending and, um, you know, I talked with the agency and they were, of course, really supportive of, you know, me departing. And I went and traveled for about six months, mostly in South America. And then I really wanted to learn some Spanish and just kind of explore places I'd never been. And then I did a trip with my sister where we went to Thailand, Vietnam, uh, and then South Africa. And a friend of mine was getting married in South Africa, so I kind of timed it to that. So it was this whole just kind of like exploration trip. Mm -hmm. Um, From there, my sister at the time had just moved to Austin when I came back from that six months. So I came down here in 2012 to like check it out, Uh, met some, you know, started to meet some people, Really started freelancing, um, you know, just kind of working on some independent projects through the agency I had previously worked at in New York, and then um, did a yoga teacher training while I was here too. So that was like super. So you're a yes, certified yoga instructor. I am. Oh, yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. So I took then I was like, okay, this is awesome, and Austin's really cool, but like I just feel like there's I'm still there's something in me I still need to kind of get out. And so then I, um, I went and I would really just like gotten very connected to Chile when I was in South America mm-hmm. traveling, met some really cool people, felt very safe there. There seemed to be kind of a lot of job opportunities for people from like the U.S. and things like that, startups. So I decided to move there. And I lit, and then I taught yoga, like worked at the Wanderlust Festival had just started there. And I like worked on that, helped out with that and met some really cool people through that. And I lived on and off there, did some traveling in between, but lived there for like eight months. So you did your teacher training here in Austin Mm -hmm. and then, yeah, yeah, which was pretty cool. And I was like teaching in like Spanglish. It was (laughs) so weird. No, but that's awesome. I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm not knowing like... either language now was like very confusing but I really did meet some amazing people and um yeah I just had a I just needed to kind of have this sort of like explorative time of life Mm -hmm. um and so from there once I kind of got that out of my system a little bit and wasn't really looking for like a career oriented job while I was there mostly kind of just you know jobs here and there to get by came back. My sister was still in Austin. So I decided to kind of permanently relocate for a while. And I started working with in PR, back in PR, but for a company based out of Toronto. So I was working remotely here, handling all of their US facing um, PR for one of their uh, grocery store bread products. Um, and it was a really you know flexible job. I got to go back to New York a lot and travel around, worked with a really awesome woman out in New York. And then my boss was based here in Austin. Um, it just got to a point where I felt like if I was going to live in Austin and this industry is so all about relationships and networking and mm-hmm. kind of knowing what's happening that I and felt I, very disconnected working for something based outside of here. Right. And especially also speaking to the city, which as, from an outsider's perspective, it feels very community oriented. So much so. And like, I felt like I, it was almost like I, I really didn't even have found my friend group even mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. Like my sister was here, which was amazing. And we knew a couple other people and met some people through yoga, but like, I really just realized I needed to have more roots established here or I wasn't going to stay. So that's when I um, started phasing out of my current role that, or the role that I had then and looking for opportunities here. 
meeting with tons of people, stalking people on LinkedIn. Like there's I, people I'm friends with today are like people that I kind of met during that time. And they were like, you're you going to hustle with me. <laughs> you were hustling. Then it was South by and I was just like running around like a crazy person. But ultimately I started getting some freelance projects and, um, that kind of was like tidying me over until I found a job and some of those projects and like people I was meeting started turning into like, well, you know, actually I have somebody that might want to use you like ongoing and blah, blah, blah. And it kind of just, all of a sudden I had three clients that I was like, well, wait a minute, maybe this is not the job that like what holds me to the next job. Maybe this is the job. Right. Mm -hmm. And like a couple months later, I just like put up a website and was like, all right, I'm going to kind of see how this goes. And that's been a little over two years. And now and we get now to be here, here which wow. is so amazing. Okay. And yeah, it's kind of like crazy that it was like that fast and things are like grown pretty, you know, substantially in two years. But also I feel like it was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so impressed. I'm just sitting here like that was only two and a half years ago. I, but I think it speaks to and a lot of the women that we're talking to, whether they're clothing, mm-hmm. clothing designers, uh, fitness instructors, yeah. this I don't feel like you're ever really ready. Never. Or no. And you just I have kind no of business have, plan. No. Like, I did not know. Like, I was like, I guess I better register for, like, QuickBooks if right. I have this LLC. Like, I had no clue on any of that. I was just like, well, I think I have, you know, can communicate well with people. I know the, the work side. I know how to do those things from, like, a larger national perspective. I think I can utilize those skills in a, in a local way, too. And mm-hmm. Yeah, it just was crazy. And then once I, again, to your point about Austin being such a community-focused city, I then started to meet with so many other people that were, like, kind of doing the same thing as me. And rather, where in New York it felt like everyone was competing, here it's like, oh, yeah, cool. Well, like, let me help you out. Let me tell you what I know about that. Or, like, you know what? I actually had someone approach me, but I really can't take this on. Like, would you be interested in meeting with them? And, like, all of a sudden I had this network like right away of like 10 girl women and now men included in that as well that we're all kind of in this industry and all willing to like help each other we have like monthly meetings we have email you know groups that we send even questions on like hey does anyone have a referral for a graphic designer or like has anyone had a problem with this type of contract like just things that has been so amazing that I don't think necessarily would have happened in every city yeah no I love that and I it also speaks to there's room at the table for everybody and collectively you're stronger together. Oh my gosh. Like it really, I believe it's a karmic Mm -hmm. thing that when you do put that out, it does come back tenfold in ways that you just couldn't even expect. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. strong Mm -hmm. believer in that. I feel like you're going to say something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Holly. It's usually very talkative, but like once we got to Austin, you and then the other interview we had yesterday, there's just so the nuggets that I just I know. don't have much to say because usually I'm like, but it's incredible. It only took you two years, but then again, you've worked really hard. This really hard. Yeah. This didn't come out of And nowhere. it's funny because, you know, I kind of complained when I was in, you know, when you're in the New York grind, there's so much that's amazing about it, but you're also super overworked Yeah. and you just kind of feel like, like all I do is work and then like. I use my time, you know, to go out or to have cocktails with friends or go to work out or whatever it is in your free time. And it was kind of like, oh my gosh, like, can I literally sustain this forever? Like, it's exhausting. 
And then now I'm probably working like so much more than I ever actually did in New York, but it's different when it's, you know, working for yourself, building something, you know, now having the, not pressure, but the responsibilities of supporting other people. And, um, you know, as you grow your team, so it's just a different kind of like stress overworkedness, mm-hmm. but, um, but it is funny cause I feel like overall, like New York is much more like, you know, 8am to 7pm, like minimum hours and this and this in Austin. I mean, everyone's kind of out the door at five o'clock. Like it's very much like a life work balance and which is what I loved about this city, but I definitely work a lot. <laughs> and like I'm sure after you leave yeah. here. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm and sure. with it, we're, yeah. I mean we're like constant, yeah, all of us, yeah. social media, email, like you're literally connected 24-7 and so I have to be very, very conscious to disconnect. Yeah. If I need to. Yeah. How important was, you know, because you are being as successful as you are, you know, you have goals, you have plans, I'm sure you have things that you want to accomplish. How important was that time that you took prior to starting this to just live and be? Mm -hmm. Because I think we just get so caught up in society that we're hustling so hard and we're like, but I got to do this and I got to do this and I got to make sure I keep up that you don't go anywhere. And I think a lot of it had to do with like just feeling like I was at a loss of sort of like creative energy. Mm -hmm. And that to me, I mean, now even I make it a priority, like even if I need to take on extra work on the side or whatever it is to make sure that I block off at least one like trip a year and it's almost always like at least one international I travel a lot just kind of for some for work some just personal I have family all over the country but like I like to have at least one international trip a year because I really do find that like travel is like a hobby to me Mm -hmm. at this point and it really helps me like you know reset like get some new inspiration like just see something different and I think that the experience that I had so much drove to this as well as understanding so many different types of cultures and then being less judgmental more open a lot of the time I was by myself in like random countries around the world like I've had to like make friends or talk to people or just kind of like make connections in a very like real and like vulnerable way Mm -hmm. and I think that's helped so much in like being brave enough to kind of like just go and start thing or approach a conversation or sell yourself to a new client and those types of things yeah I agree with that one trillion percent but it's hard it is hard but I think you know, sometimes people are forced to be in those positions and other people, you know, are they're just predispositioned to be that way. But regardless, it's always just talking to people. I think we forget, you know, in life, the little things of just, I don't know, striking up conversation, complimenting a stranger, doing these little things mm-hmm. that actually have a big impact, whether it's to that person or for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think I also learned to sort of on the journey that still continues of, you know, building my own brand or business, how much I, you know, really did rely and and value support from others. And maybe it was one email or one coffee or whatever it was. So I'm very conscious of like, I always respond to people when they reach out to me, even if I can't meet like, you know, or if I look at it, you know, I've got tons of 
um, younger girls. I'm an advisor to the sorority that I was in on campus. Like, send me your resume. Like, I help. Like, right here. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I didn't go to school at UT, but like the house that I was in at yeah. high school, I'm like an advisor to the chapter here. This is good. <laughs> I was. I need to talk to you yeah. on a separate conversation. Totally. Yes. <laughs> didn't know that. Um. So yeah. So it's uh. I think those things are important too because I also feel like, you know, there's a number of people even just in Austin that I've been able to help them get a new job somewhere else just based on, you know, where our networks lie. And so I think that, again, to your point about karma, such a believer. And Mm -hmm. I think that that stuff really does like not only like, you know, make you feel good when you can help someone out, but like comes back to you in in good ways and other ways too. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's one of the, Beautiful things what you're doing, and then I, I think Austin in general is it's at least from just talking to people and having grown up in Texas here in this city where it is such an entrepreneurial based city and startups and etc. It's not what do you do, what can you do for me? Yeah, it's what do you do, how can I help you? I know, you know what I mean, and yeah. that's I think a very important thing, and that's probably why your business grew so quickly is you weren't looking for what can you do for me when mm-hmm. I first met you. It's Hey, how are you? What do you do? What can I do to help you? Totally, that's because such a good point. You get back, yeah. What you're giving out. I think yeah. that's the trouble with LA, and the reason why the hustle in LA you circle so much is because it's just like you meet people being like, "What can you do for me?" Right? Who are you? Where do you work? What, what do, you do, do you do? You know what I mean? And yeah. I see, and I would hear that in New York too, differently than in LA, because I spend a lot of time in both. Like I think there's some really, really amazing people in LA, but. You know, when you're kind of caught up in the in the industry, yeah. you just see a lot of that, like, oh, what do you do? Like, what what have you been on? Like, who who do you work with? You know, kind of mm-hmm. like more, again, to your point, like, what can you do for me? New York, it was almost more like, like, even, you know, we we're talking about dating. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like so many girls, maybe men and women, would be like, you know, when they go on a date, it's like, well, where do you work? And it's almost like you're <laughs> these girls are asking yeah. these guys for, like, what their annual salary is. And I'm like... Okay, we need this is like priorities need to be in check here. It's the same thing of what can you do for me? What's your salary? What do you do? Where do you work? It's the same mentality of what can you do for me? So I think it's it's really amazing and refreshing to then, like even last night at the Lululemon event, to talk to all these people and it was just genuine curiosity about who you are. Yeah. You know? So true. Which I think is one of the things, excuse me, that I do really um, like about Austin. And, you know, although it's changing a lot, I mean, I. Five years is a long time for me, but that's not a very long time in general. I mean, there's, you know, I have friends that have lived here their whole life um, or maybe gone away and then come back. And and it's Austin, such a different city from when they were in high school or growing up. Um, And so but I think that even though we are getting, you know, tons of people like myself coming from New York, L.A., Chicago, Miami, whatever it is, um, it's people that are coming here because they want to be part of what's happening here. Mm -hmm. And it's it's only like going to grow and like help more things happen here and more opportunities. Like I look at it as a really positive thing because, Mm -hmm. you know, we're getting really cool restaurants and bars opening because that they know they have the clientele now. Like, you know, yes, the skyline is a disaster, but there's also like, you know, beautiful apartments and things for people to live in. And they have their money that the parks are always restored, you know, so there's like totally positive and negative to everything. But But I do think think your perspective on it. Yeah. Yeah. Which we talk about a lot. You know, it's how are you going to view this? And so you just spoke on that. Yeah. Um, For somebody that wants to start their own business, Mm -hmm. 
what are tools or three, four, I don't know why three, four, five, one, one. <laughs> two, <laughs> 30, if you have them, tools that you would suggest? Um, yeah, so, well, I think just in general, especially when I was just really on my own, um, being super organized and whatever that is that you decide to utilize, like I found a couple different online tools that help project management and different things. Um, just because as soon as you start taking on more than one or two projects, you're like, okay, like deadlines, what do I need to do? Um, I took a lot of what I learned from working at bigger, you know, more corporate structured companies in a way that like, okay, I know I, you know, want to have certain processes in place just to kind of keep me on track. And then of course, as soon as I have employees, like how that comes into play, um, hired an intern very soon after I started. So that is like key. And there are not only the, one of the largest state universities in the country in our backyard, but there is about three other schools here, um, universities that, um, are all really great and have lots of students who are wanting to work for free (laughs) and gain experience and help you out. So I always definitely interns is actually one of my employees was our intern before we hired her. So now she's part of the fam. Totally. Totally. So those definitely, um, you know, take advantage. And again, like, um, not take advantage of people, but take advantage of the opportunities. (laughs) We're going to take total advantage advantage of the opportunities (laughs) around you and go to stuff like one of the, I think that one of the key things that has helped me grow clients and just relationships with media, with other influencers, with just stuff is like going, you got to get out there, like find out when the local, you know, there's always local magazines, you know, for instance, we have some Austin Woman, Austin mm-hmm. Monthly, Tribeza. Yeah, I saw you were in Austin Woman <laughs> this month, saw that. They're so Dude. wonderful, and so going to, like, you know, they always have issue release parties or cool events that they're doing, and it's an opportunity to meet the editors or just to meet other cool people who are going to be there in this world, Yeah. so I definitely did a lot of that, and especially, like, you know, finding cool stuff to go to during South by mm-hmm. or, you know, startup week. Like there's literally something every week, month, it seems, you know, in Austin. So getting out there is key. No, I love great answer for those looking to start a business. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Perfect. Um, how has the influencer market changed? Cause I know you mentioned working with them in New York mm-hmm. and social media. Like it's just such this, it is, um, I would say there's, it's funny, there's, um, there's a lot of really wonderful influencer, you know, Instagram blog influencers here in town. A lot of them, especially initially, were very focused in like the food world because we have so many great restaurants and it's such a scene of hospitality. Um, and now we're seeing a lot more fitness focused people, fashion, just more lifestyle overall, like people that were really food focused. One of my good friends who I actually help work with her on some of her brand partnerships. So kind of the other side too. Um, she was like all food. And now she started to like put herself, her own photos out more. She's doing lifestyle, more things, going to events, like doing branded posts. So it's like built, changing, evolving what her brand was mm-hmm. too. And there's a lot of people I've noticed in town. What's also great about having some really awesome men and women in that space here is that, I mean, it's a very small media market. There's a lot going on here. There's like, I don't know, five magazines, two newspapers, 
you know, the, the just a handful of the morning shows, you know, on each of the major networks, like it's not huge. And so to be able to continually, when you're working with clients that want to get, keep that buzz going or they want to, you know, invite people to an event or send stuff out, like it's really awesome to be able to have some of these influencers like, oh, cool, yeah, I'd love to come or I'd love to receive that or hear more about that. And so it's just like an extra level of like, um, media really to be sharing stuff with and we utilize that a lot and work with people in town a lot especially on like the event side and um, and just like coming up with ideas like these girls have become you know my friends and so it's like fun to plan try to plan stuff which you know? makes your work I'm sure better as well when you're totally. don't only yeah you enjoy each other you have the relationship right which I think speaks to a lot of your clients as well at least that I've looked at I know this was a conversation we had prior to starting this interview was that you do have a lot of wellness based or it seems yes. like you're selective in the totally. client I mean I would never sign on and work with a brand that I didn't personally believe in. Mm -hmm. They're just, I mean, luckily I'm fortunate that I can make those choices, but I also just think that's so, I mean, you have to be authentic. Like we're literally, you know, I'm not in the business of sales, but in a way like, you know, we're marketing a product or a business or a person and we're, you know, creating a story around it and like encouraging that, you know, buzz to build. And so ultimately, you know, their sales or attendance or whatever is the objective is, is you know, helped and or met. And that like I could never do if I was like, oh, my gosh, this product sucks. Right? Like what? And How could you ever tell you. and like lie? <laughs> I'm just like, I can't. I'm a really bad liar. <laughs> Um, and it comes across. Yeah. No, I'm not saying for you personally, but if you don't have that belief oh in gosh. something and you're like, this is great, you should totally. believe it. My old boss literally oh was like, I know that you will never lie to me because you cannot hold anything. Like, your face says everything. And I'm like, <laughs> I do the same yeah. thing. <laughs> I really, I wear my heart on my sleeve. We were on like, your face. On my face, yeah. <laughs> on your face. On I wear clothes. it on my face. We were um, walking home last night. We're sitting in Clarksville, and P.S. A couple nights ago, we saw the biggest biggest spider, spider. and I was like, "Everything's bigger in Texas." What is that? And I don't know if this story will translate or be funny to anybody but me or Holly. But (laughs) a couple nights later, we're walking home last night, and I was like, "Holly's like, oh, are you okay walking through the trees?" I'm like. Yeah, with the mocha. <laughs> She's like, no, but really, are you no, okay? I'll no. walk in the middle of the street, risk getting hit if I can avoid Wait, a, spider. a spider. Can't do it. Saw, it's called Natties, is that what it's called? Yeah. Oh, it's so yes. cute. I saw a peacock. Like, yes. Brit, look, a peacock. Brit doesn't like birds. And Brit goes, I hate birds, too, actually. Oh my God, They're oh. rats with wings. Oh, yeah. She was like, oh. Those black birds, the grackles downtown, I grackles. freak me out. She's I, asking me, she's like, what is it? They're grackles. They're terrible. They haven't grackled yet, though. Okay, go out. around like 6 p.m. right by Whole Foods. No! Don't start grackling. No! So it's, they make the craziest sounds. Yeah. They make these clicking sounds. In yeah. They are rats with wings. With wings. Yes. It's like pigeons in New York. Yes, if you look at their face it's and so you're... Nice. Staring dead eye with one. No. Her brain. 
not into it. Not into so I like funny. Luna. Yeah, right? As far as um, little go. creatures go. Draw the line there. Draw, yeah. A cat, yeah. and then we're good. Yeah. We are good. There she, she is. Out. Literally. I would take her home with me and She's just bring her sweet. everywhere I went. Um, okay, so you touched on something that yeah. I didn't know about. You do a mentorship program. Is that what it is? Well, so um, at UT. So the sororities on campus here mm-hmm. are like all part of. I mean, you know, when you're, I was in Chi Omega, like I was that at my university, which was just like a really fun opportunity mm-hmm. to, you know, I some of my best friends from college are from the sorority and I was on the board and helped with the recruitment at the time. So I learned how to start being an event planner then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so when I was kind of looking as I was doing some more networking and things in town, I reached out to the nationals and the chapter here, like, Hey, like, do you guys ever, you know, maybe getting involved in the alumni group would be something that would just help me broaden my network. And um, one of the women, or a couple of the women got back to me and gave me information. Then someone wrote me back and was like, you know, if you're ever interested in working with the girls directly in the house here, like, we'd love to, we're trying to always expand our advisors. And so basically, I was like, cool, that sounds awesome. And like, a couple of the girls have been my interns. And um, so it's just a really fun opportunity to get to like, you know, I mean, these girls are in college, there's so much coming at them. It's so different than when we were in school. So it's not like a... um, you know, a mentorship program right. right now, although that's something awesome I'd love to do mm-hmm. in the future, but more so just, um, yeah, helping them out as they plan stuff, as they're doing recruitment and different things. Um, and so, um, and so, uh, yeah, we're doing, um, like they, I help with some of the campus activities or helping them find venues or just like answering questions. One of the girls emailed me, Hey, can I intern for you next sem- next semester and different things or let me look at your resume, you know, stuff like that. But so. I think just being available is more than you would ever yeah. know. Yeah. And especially working with Bumble and Bumble does so much on campus too. Like the girls are always like, Oh, that's really awesome. We'd love to hear, you know, know more about that and things like that. No, I love that because the reason we started this um, was to target that age group oh, cool. of girls mm-hmm. to redefine our role models. Totally smart. And so, you know, I just, I'm not speaking to these girls specific, like, or whoever, but I just, we believe as a society we're paying attention to the wrong people or validating people for maybe the wrong reasons. Yeah. And so what we really wanted to do um, was highlight women living in their greatness so whatever that is, and, you know, whether that's running your own business, working really hard, becoming an entrepreneur, or supporting your family, mm-hmm. having a job for 18, you know, like putting food yeah. on the table for kids, whatever that may be. So I just think it's so cool that you are a part of their lives, because I do think it's a very tricky time when a lot of unknowns happen, and a lot of bad can happen. And even earlier than that, there's um, an organization, so I'm part of a group in town called the um, Young Women's Alliance, which is like a young professionals um, organization, and we, our partner, our non-profit partner is called Jen Austin, and they are, it's the Girls Empowerment Network, and they do like in-school mentor programs, um, after-school activities. And I volunteered on a couple of different days where you like go in and you meet the girls and they get to like interview you and all this stuff. And these girls are in elementary school. So it's like they're doing stuff in the, you know, basically from ages, you know, eight to 18 mm-hmm. in dependent on the program. Mm-hmm. 
And so there's some really cool stuff going on. I've also been in touch with the I Am That Girl. Mm-hmm. Um, so in Alexis Jones, the yes. founder, she's from Austin. Cool. Okay. I didn't and know she's good friends with Kelly. Kelly. Yes. 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 I. Yes. I, I just went that. to their speaker series last they week. did last week. It was oh, amazing. I was so bummed. Oh, I'm like, did so you tape good. this? I know. I think someone did. It was honestly, I couldn't even take photos because I was just like what you said when you were like yeah. not asking questions. I was just like. <laughs> I'm being a sponge yeah, right now and absorbing totally. everything. Yeah. They are both just such powerhouses. And it was so authentic. And, like, I mean, Alexis, I think, had gone off, gotten off of, like, an international flight and had come and was like, I'm so jet-lagged. I'm She's sorry. Like, Yo, but I'm here. Oh, yeah. And everyone's just, like, you know, in their sweats. And it's Lululemon on, like, a morning weekday. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, one of the most, like, just really – I felt so inspired. I literally was telling stories that they had talked about of the program Alexis is doing with like um, college athletes. Mm-hmm. And I was telling some of the stories, of course, terribly messing them up because she told them so much better, but telling them to my roommate, my roommate and our friend was literally like, Oh my God, I have chills. Oh my God. I and I was like, I know. And I'm telling it terribly. Like, I wish you were there. This is It was so good. They're amazing. So that organization I think is awesome and they're doing really cool things. Um, I know she's working on some other projects now, but I've, been in touch with them a bunch, and there's some really cool. I'm working with this pro, um, organization in town called the Kindness Project, mm-hmm. and we're partnering up with them on a couple of events. And they um, they're locally based and started as sort of an anti-bullying, um, cyberbullying thing, and now are doing programs in schools as well as like in corporations on like communication and like um, just having like more self-esteem and different things. So there's a lot happening. It's cool. I feel like you have your finger on the pulse of all of it, (laughs) of Austin in general. I know you touched on um, traveling as a reset button for you. Do you have any practices daily that you do in your daily life if you're feeling overwhelmed that's kind of that same type of reset? So, I mean, definitely uh, a sweat. Yeah. (laughs) Whether that is a workout, yoga, walk a run on the trail, taking the dog out, or, um, I've been like actually really addicted to one of our newer clients is a sauna studio. You know, the, yep. like yes. in LA, you have a few of those <laughs> infrared. infrared. So this one's called CYL sauna and it's newly opened here since like July. Um, we but it's like go. you 100 need to go out. And, um, it's amazing. I was there this morning because I've been having some back issues. So some, I'm like, I used to, I mean, I was running half marathons and like, I love working out and I've had to kind of dial that down a little bit until I figure out what's going on. It helps with muscle recovery. So I've been going and just sweating for 30 Mm -hmm. minutes and I just, I mean, you feel amazing. And there's like, I sometimes put on a a headspace, Mm -hmm. you know, while I'm in there or just listen to a podcast or some music Mm -hmm. and it's like a nice little meditation time. That's so, so cool. I the thunderstorms. It's so great. Oh. Do you? Yeah. But we don't get thunderstorms in LA. So really? Like, well, you my guys might see I'm one really tonight. <laughs> it looks like it. We were driving here and thinking, is it going to just downpour? No. Not sure. Um, do you have any other questions or you, things you want to say? What podcast do you listen to? Um, so I was telling you guys, some good friends of mine have a podcast, That's So Retrograde, which yes. I love. Love it, love it. Love it. Um, they're so awesome and I love hearing kind of different trends and really cool experts that they're talking to. Um, and then I love, I love Oprah's soul for Sunday. Oh, girlfriend. (laughs) It's like, I live and die by it. I'm like crying by the end. (laughs) 
Um, do you I, listen to her master class as well? I haven't done a lot do of the master classes, but I've heard they're awesome. Jay-Z. Okay. Ooh, that would be Jay-Z awesome. Jay-Z, I've yeah. listened to three times. Okay. I mean, I'm a big fan of his just as yeah. an entrepreneur, human, business, like, I'm so, so fascinated cool. and inspired by him. Uh, Lenny Kravitz was really good too. Ooh, okay, I'm definitely gonna look into those. And I like the, I like some of the How I Built This. Love How those I Built This. Those are pretty cool. Um, like I really loved Whitney yes. Wolf's from Bumble that yeah. she did. That was a good one. And then um, I just listened to what was the oh, totally blank. Oh, Tim Ferriss. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, we actually Liz Lambert, who is the owner of Bunkhouse Hotel Group, based here mm-hmm. in Austin. She was just interviewed and talked all about, like, how she kind of – a lot of the conversation was about the really the transformation of South Congress mm-hmm. when she took over yeah. the San Jose Hotel. And I didn't know any of that, and it was really, really cool. I mean, what? I love, I love, I'm obsessed with that hotel. Okay. Full circle. Yeah. You need to listen to that podcast. Yeah, You're going to, like, mind blown. It I, used to be, yeah. like, a – like, people were, you know, it was very seedy. I mean, yeah. she's basically responsible for transforming South Congress. I'm obsessed with South Congress. It's like so cool. The, right, 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 yeah. Right, I was, like, 16. Oh, yeah. This is so hip. Yeah. It's so cool. <laughs> it really is. My hotel is the coolest thing I've it's ever seen. It's so there. cool. I really oh. Want to. Uh, yes, I was there. Yeah, we talked about it. It's, on South it's by Joe's. Yeah. Coffee. And they own Joe's as well. It's part of their They group. do? Mm-hmm. Oh, and my friend, have you been to 10 Over 10? Yes. I was going to say, I'll put you in contact with Jacqueline. That's her salon. I love it there. My nails, 10 over 10. Jacqueline, I love you. Yeah, those look great. I can't even show you mine because they're so embarrassingly bad right now. What'd you say? Is it Elizabeth or Isabella? Is the Thai, or not Thai, the... Elizabeth Street Cafe? Oh, so good. It's Vietnamese French fusion. It's very delicious. Wow. That's specific. Yeah. (laughs) It is very specific, but then you're like, oh, everything tastes amazing. And their pastries are like... It's insane. I love South Congress. I can tell you all about South Congress. (laughs) I know. I'm like, after here, I guess we know what Um, we're doing. One of my favorite places, if you guys need... I know we've been talking about places you need to hit up. I wish you had eight times the time you have. But um, June's on South Congress is one of my favorite neighborhood spots. And I honestly love sitting at the bar. She's a master sommelier, (gasps) the own June. Mm -hmm. And so the wine list is perfect. And they just have like really nice kind of comfort... Food, yeah. but like not super heavy, and it's just a great spot. Good vibes. It it yeah. reminds me of a few of my favorite places in New York, like in downtown, like Lower East Side and like West Village that I loved. So, I like the vibes. Have you had any Mexican food since you got to Texas yet? No, like girls. I love Mexican. You food. have yeah. to. I love queso. Oh my gosh. You need. Oh, okay. definitely Mexican over barbecue. Okay, but I also go, don't eat a lot of meat. I don't either, but I do love a brisket. You need some queso. Do you know what we could probably do is you could do, what's the place that's the, isn't there Mexican, like, barbecue? Oh. I feel like that exists. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> There's a lot. I'll give you okay. a whole list. Lambert's downtown is awesome. They have live music, too. That's um, There's some, but you definitely need queso. I mean, my favorite queso is Torchy's Taco. Torchies. Do you know that? You must have a Torchies taco. Oh my god, I'm so overwhelmed with things. That's yes. on Congress too now, the big one. They like rebuilt oh, their oh. like um flagship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you guys could just could get queso, then you could get a glass of wine, can go to here nor there. And then maybe and then a sweat in between. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Just sweat in Hit between. up CYL. Um sweat. I also feel like there's a lot of smoothie bars. There is a lot of juice. Um, so we this is Squeezery, the, the hey green, Squeezery. Yeah. We get I get to work with them. They're so fantastic, and 
they do a lot of really cool combinations. Um, I like their juices, smoothies. They also do these vegan gelato bowls in a cracked coconut shell. Wait, what? And they're called freezery bowls. Those things? Yes, that's it. And they're amazing. Um, So they're really special. Um, We have another really great brand in town, Juice Society, that's starting to expand outside of Texas. And that's my go-to for bottled juices. Okay. Um, she, they're actually, you can find them in a lot of the hotels, even in restaurants around here, but then she has a, a storefront on South Lamar. Um, and then, I mean, Juiceland is, you know, one of the larger chains here and they've been here for, for years and years. And that's a favorite of a lot of people as well. But, um, yeah, there's good juice. I would say probably there isn't as much like in LA, there's so many of like the press juice places. Um, here there's more of like the smoothie juice bar, which I prefer. Yeah. Yeah. Smoothie. I mean, she yeah. loves smoothies. She loves. She smoothies. loves <laughs> smoothie conversations. Smoothie conversations. <laughs> I was gonna ask you, do you like smoothies? I do like smoothies. She obviously does. She knows a lot about all. She does. So, but I, I want to know yeah. why. Why? Because I okay. have my why. Why do you love smoothies? <laughs> Let's compare whys. <laughs> um. So sometimes, like if I'm being really good about what I'm eating, which is unfortunately not always the case. Um, I like actually making like smoothies as like a dessert because it's like just a good, you know, yeah. Or like a little chocolate or peanut butter. Yeah. Um, and anything with fruit obviously is then like sugary and kind of satisfies that sweet tooth craving. Um, they're easy. Mm Mm-hmm. I all the one thing is though I kind of tried to get into the smoothie for breakfast and I tend to do better with like a little bit of like and maybe I just wasn't doing the protein well enough but like like I like an egg for I love an egg for breakfast I but agree. I think a smoothie is a great if you just need a light lunch or like a bigger snack to tide you you know or the dessert idea like they're just delicious and I love the green ones I really I'm a green juice person me too they make you person. feel good yeah like I'm like they do. Healthy. Yes, it's all a convenience thing for me. Our schedules are packed and crazy and we're on the go. So true. And I need food. I'm not one that can, I get hangry. Totally. Very easily. So it's an easy, all right, let's go. Right. And like, I love a good bar, you know, when you you need to carry something and can't stop, but to really feel like you're getting, you know, your veggies and all that, like smoothies the way to go. Blend that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Blend it all together. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, thank you thank for participating. You. I'm so glad you guys came to town and we get to talk and have smoothies and I know. all the things. I, all the recommendations. All the recommendations. Oh, my gosh, yeah, I know. I feel like I need to just send you a huge list. I know. Maybe you should add this to your list, like travel. Yeah. Extraordinaire. Well, yeah. I actually, there's a new site in town called ATX Loves. And I actually did submit, they, they've been taking kind of like submissions from people to mm-hmm. submit like their favorite, whatever. And so I have a list on their site that's like, um, I think they titled it like best places to match or something. And I kind of was like, oh, these are my favorite places to like go for a date, Bumble date that's or a meetup. Um, so there's a lot of my favorite places are linked up there. Well, we'll check it out. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. And come visit us in LA. Definitely. Oh my gosh. I need him due for a trip. Yes. We would love to have you. I appreciate it. Oh, it's 111. <laughs> I'm a big numbers person. 